Hi, and welcome to the first episode of the Gear Chick podcast. You might know me from my other podcast, Motorific, who I still host with my wonderful friend, Christy Farrell. But in the Gear Chick podcast, we are going to focus completely on motorcycle gear. And you might be wondering, are we only going to talk about women's motorcycle gear? Well, we're certainly going to talk a lot about women's motorcycle gear, but I do want to open up this podcast a little bit so that we talk about gear issues that affect all riders, regardless of gender or how you identify. Protection is needed for your body, period. And certainly fit issues come up uh, with different body types, and we'll, we'll talk about that too. But in addition to kind of the fit needs that you might have or issues and questions, I also want to talk more in depth about uh, brands, about materials, technology, uh, the people, the people behind the brands, um, the research, the development, new brands, entrepreneurs, uh, really anything uh, that I can think of, anyone who'll talk to me, um, I'm going to reach out first uh, to my friends and colleagues in the industry and see who'll sit down with me for an hour and answer questions and talk about gear and really in hopes to help you as a rider or even a prospective rider choose the right motorcycle gear for yourself and also hopefully clear up misinformation, um, explore different stereotypes about riding gear, maybe give you a little more insight into why motorcycle gear is a certain way or, you know, why it's hard to find a properly fitting helmet. Um, just really anything I can think of and anything that you as the listener really wants to hear. So I hope you'll reach out to me via my social feeds on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and drop me a note, um, make a suggestion. If you know somebody who maybe you think would be interested or appropriate to chat with on my podcast, then sure, send them my way. I'll see what I think and see what I want to talk about. But at first, I'm going to try and rope as many friends as I can who I know in the industry who make great impacts on the design choices we have and the gear choices that we have, as well as just experience and background and knowledge about riding apparel <clears throat> and what you as a writer and consumer really should be thinking about things beyond how does it look on me, um, things beyond do I like this color? Because especially if you're a new rider, all you know is really how to choose clothes for your closet, but you have no idea how to choose gear for your body. And it's a very different exercise. It requires a lot of compromise. It requires education and information and getting yourself what you need to know so that you can make the best decision for you as a rider, because every rider is going to want something different. And I'm going to do my best to just give you as much information and options as possible and really introduce you introduce you to the world of motorcycle gear if you're not familiar. And if you are familiar, well, hopefully you'll learn a little bit more about the different brands and companies that we talk about and technology and whatnot. Um, in my first episode, I'm excited to bring a friend and colleague 
and um, a mentor in some ways um, to talk to us about the company he works for, which is TCX Boots USA. And Tex is going to start us off by giving us a little background on where he came from, what he's done, and kind of how he made it to the TCX table, and uh, just a little bit about the company as well. So Tex, dive in and give us a little intro about yourself. Sure. Hi, um, I'm Michael Texamavi, and currently I'm the Director of Sales and Marketing with uh, TCX Boots. Uh, we're an Italian company uh, based out of uh, Monte Bologna, Italy, and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania is is my home for what I do for TCX USA. I've done a number of things in my life uh, from like sort of all ends of the spectrum of uh, working as a laborer for Bethlehem Steel uh, to um, uh, basically working as a glorified plumber, uh, injecting various strains and bacteria into wastewater to uh, uh, remediate contaminants, uh, to selling ice cream, working for an ice cream manufacturer, uh, to finally uh, getting kind of into moto. First was first job was with Cosmopolitan Motors, uh, uh, the old storied importer of many Italian and European brands uh, based out of Hatboro, Pennsylvania. Uh, then to uh, working with uh, Team Promotion as the Tire monkey and de facto parts manager for a, a track day uh, a club, and uh, my first real job um, in moto and in, in this industry was working for Revit Sport, which uh, I worked for just shy of seven years, starting as a eight state territory manager and ending up as the Eastern U.S. Uh, Eastern United States and Canadian sales manager managing 26 states and four Canadian provinces. So um, from Revit, which was uh, and, and still is a great brand that I have a lot of passion for, uh, to Gerbing Heated, uh, which I was the president of their motorsports uh, division for three years. And then finally with TCX, and I've been with TCX for two and a half years. So sort of a strange kind of way to get where I'm at uh, from wanting to be a school teacher to hawking motorcycle gear. So, but it's a, it's a living, it's a passion. Um, I've well, I appreciate that. But uh, in, in truth, uh, the, the credit goes to those that really came before me um, and to truly uh, the special colleagues that I have over in Italy, um, many, many of them that have been there since um, launched the brand, the, the, the actual brand in 99. But to give you a little bit of background of, of who we are and what our story is, because um, I think it's important, uh, heritage of making footwear. And uh, our origins were in mountaineering, climbing, <clears throat> and trekking uh, boots, boots and shoes. And uh, uh, as the story goes, the way we got in moto is uh, the, the son of our founder was a professional motocrosser. And he convinced his dad to make him some one-off mm -hmm. uh, motocross boots, which if you think about it, it's pretty cool when you can go, hey, dad, um, you know, I really like riding these motorcycles. And I know you got this factory uh, filled with all this amazing equipment and these talented craftsmen and craftswomen on the payroll. You think maybe you can spit me off some boots? 
but uh, that's what his dad did. And he made some dudes for his son and for some of his son's friends. And uh, they were pretty innovative. And they attracted some interest and a little bit of buzz in, in the motorcycle industry. And before we launched the label, um, we were first approached by Triumph, uh, who contracted us to private label uh, Triumph branded footwear. So, um, again, before we launched the brand, we had private labeled for Triumph. We had private labeled for Hein Garrick. Uh, we had private labeled for uh, Dainese. And uh, in 1989, uh, an opportunity came to us. Uh, which started a relationship that we still have today, which uh, was when BMW Motorrad approached us. And truth be told, uh, TCX has been manufacturing, not all, but uh, the majority of BMW Motorrad's collections for, well, next year will mark its 30th year. And uh, to tell what a great, great partnership that is uh, to all that are listening, last year TCX manufactured and shipped the 800,000th pair of uh, BMW branded boots to, uh, to, to, to Germany uh, to be distributed throughout the world. So again, a, a strong partnership. Um, and finally, uh, for uh, those Ducati fans out there that have been uh, shopping uh, in, in Ducati uh, retailers around the world, if you've picked up any Ducati branded uh, boots or shoes since 2013, we've co-branded uh, the, the Ducati's boots, manufacturing it for them, but it's a, it's, it's not a private label. It's a true co-brand where it's Ducati on the, the leather upper and then sort of a powered by TCX with TCX on the sole. So um, that, that's some of the things that we've done in the past for others. Uh, and we still do for others. Uh, but in 1999 is when we uh, formally launched our label. At that time, uh, we were a brand called Oxstar. And my we... first pair of boots. <laughs> I had two pairs. It's, it, it's funny. It's funny to <laughs> when you mention that. Uh, you don't always hear it, but occasionally you'll hear just that same sentiment, which which makes us proud because it's like, oh wow, I remember them. Cool, you guys are them. Um, I have a great local friend that actually just retired his Ox Stars, um, and of course I was able to uh, to get him into a new pair mm -hmm. of TCX. So it's kind of nice to sort of continue that relationship, whether. Uh, you, you know the person or not, and and and, uh, and kind of clue them in on on who really TCX became, so uh, or you know the origins of TCX. But um, yeah, we uh, we changed our name in, in 05, and um, that was basically start started because uh, of litigation that uh, Alpine Stars brought to us, and um, oh. yeah, it's it's it it happened, um, huh. and. When I say we are all neighbors, uh, to give um, an idea of the region of Italy that we're from, we're, we're in northern Italy, uh, about 60 kilometers north of Venice, at the foothills of the Dolomites in the uh, province of uh, Trevisio. And um, we're in a town, like mm -hmm. I said, a town called Monte Bologna. Uh, 15 kilometers away from us is a town, town called Oslo, which is uh, the head of Alpine Stars. And uh, if you were to leave Alpine Star parking lot and make a left, 
and travel up that road three kilometers, that's the headquarters of CD. And uh, Garnet is 20 kilometers from us. And Forma is 50 kilometers from us. So that's just... That's just Moto in that one province. You know, you also have K2 uh, in, in in the area for ski and snow. Um, you have uh, Nike has a plant there for football, for soccer. So does Adidas. Um, and there's many different fashion houses. Um, again, you know, we, we in the past couple of years spun off our mountaineering brand, uh, Kayland. Uh, we also spun off our and sold our our brand that did police fire military boots, which was Cosmos. Mm. Uh, we had a safety safety shoe line called Jolly Scarp. So again, this region just has a very long um, and and a good storied history and heritage of of making making all kind of footwear. So uh, we've been we've been trading under uh, the TCX name since '05, and uh, TCX stands for an innovation that we came out with in 2000 and patented in 2001. Uh, and that's our torsion control system. So the T and the C is the torsion control and X comes from our heritage start starting in uh, motocross. So that's what TCF stands for. Nice. <laughs> Never knew that. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, so we, you know, we're, we're very proud of, again, of our brand and what we do. Sure. Um, we're a very broad uh, a collection. Currently, we're manufacturing uh, 63 different models. Uh, we've had a lot of firsts. Um, we were the first footwear brand to uh, ever get awarded a, a CE certificate. Um, and we're happy that uh, many of our other competitors have also gone out and gotten that approval or, or that uh, certification, uh, because I think mm -hmm. it just uh, raises the level of, uh, of products that we all can offer to uh, various motorcyclists throughout the world. You know, um, you know, we, I, like so many other men and women that whether we're in the retail space or the manufacturing space, or we're just an enthusiast, you know, we want to encourage anyone that's out there riding on two wheels to, uh, uh, get the the best and safest uh, apparel that they can afford, and uh, yes. it really comes down to yes. to try trying on a bunch of different things and and talking yep. and listening and reading, and and experiencing. Um, you know, not everything is always perfect. Uh, you know, I, I like to joke and say that I have a, a a closet filled with regret at home of you know late night eBay purchases or uh, things that I got I at the open house. You, you don't have anything? No, Tex. As a matter of fact, I, you know what I have in my closet right now is I have 15-year-old Revit gear because I loved the old stuff that I couldn't wear back then because my body's changed and now I can wear it and I adore oh, it. Fantastic. Uh, and, and, and also, I was kind of an infant when it came to riding when I met you. And so now my, my tolerance level, my preferences, my riding... A comforts have changed so much to where I live in leather and before <laughs> I lived in textiles and uh, total 360 for me you know, just all the way around um, so I'm thank you for that background in TCX because I think a lot of brands think well this is some fake house brand and they they just have never heard of it and sure. uh, I'm always excited to tell people about it because from my understanding and discussions with you TCX really um, set the bar for riding shoes 
And mm -hmm. from what I can remember too, like early on when I was selling gear back at Scuderia, I remember that earlier um, X Street sneaker, right? The mm -hmm. current is the mm -hmm. Street Ace. And friends, you've seen these shoes everywhere. If you've been looking at motorcycle gear online, you have seen 10 versions of this shoe, because, but you got to remember that TCX did it first because I remember selling those like crazy. People love them. And and uh, it wasn't a common shoe you could buy. Um, a sneaker, a black leather sneaker, but more robust than a chuck, you know? So yeah. is it, I guess, safe to say that TCX really kind of catapulted that into more mainstream riding footwear? Like, mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about that development of that so shoe. So like, like I said, there's a number of, of important folks back in um, Monte Bologna, but uh, my boss and my very good friend, uh, Marco Poloni, who is uh, the head of sales and marketing, but mm -hmm. uh, most important, I think, and I think the title that he's uh, most proud of is he's the head of research and development for TCX. Cool. And so, uh, yeah, I guess it was about, 2009 uh that marco was sitting on the weekend in an uh, italian piazza and watching people walk back and forth with uh you know maybe a helmet in their hand or their you know their jacket slung over the shoulder and he noticed that the majority of them just had athletic shoes on and so that's that kind of that, that kind of well, it, it, it lit the light bulb in his head and said, yeah. well, if we can't beat them, let's join them, but let's do it in the TCX way and let's build something that looks like a tennis shoe, but would be safe, you know, as a high top, yeah. uh, that would be, that would be safe to actually, you know, pilot a motorcycle or a scooter, whether, you know, you're in, you know, the Americas or over in Europe or wherever you are in the world. So, uh, yes, in 2010 is when we uh, designed and launched uh, the, the model, which was called the X Street. And uh, that had a five-year run. Um, and the only reason we evolved it into Street Ace is we thought that the aesthetic needed to be, uh, the style updated. needed to have a few updates. Um, we're 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 product focused as a brand we're um and i think that's a strength for us you know completely product focused completely product driven um and we have some three major goals for our product line uh one uh number one is always safety through materials and construction um tied but uh number two but tied for first is fitment for ultimate comfort and number three is uh, to make something that's beautiful, you know, to have a, have a very good style aesthetic. And, uh, you know, the X Street had yet to plateau uh, mm -hmm. every year. The sales just kept on. And it still surprises us uh, how um, when we finished with the X, uh, X Street and went into the Street Ace, uh, fun fact um, is the last year of the Black Waterproof uh, Leather X Street, we sold 26,000 pairs globally. Jesus. And then the first year in 2016 of the Black Waterproof Street Ace. And again, there's only really two differences. The DNA of the upper and materials are all the same. We just mm -hmm. made the sole a little bit taller. 
and we changed the way that we displayed uh, the logo on on the side of the of the shoe. But in sixteen, we sold forty thousand pairs of the black waterproof. Last year it was forty seven thousand pairs. So oh my God. for us. For us, it's a real key. It's a real keystone product, and hey, it doesn't doesn't matter what color, what flavor we make. It just it just can, continues to perform very well, and and right. I sell every year. I'm sorry. What's the uh with the previous version, the Street? A, sorry, the X Street. Were those also CE certified? Yes, yes. Um, we we wow. We were the first to uh, footwear brand to ever get a CE certificate, and so we've been we tell tell. Uh-huh. We've, well, we've, we've had that certification since 2000. Oh, wow. That's well before, I'm guessing, other brands kind of climbed on board and, to see certified. And again, um, I, I, I give that to our team over in Italy who, uh, since we had safety shoe brands, um, Cosmos and, and Jolly Scarp, and we were had the know-how and knowledge of how to build a you know, a safety, uh, CE certified safety boot for a fireman or for a, a policeman or a, a member of, a, mm-hmm. you know, an armed force, you know, some, some military. Uh, we just took that know-how and we just brought it into, uh, into Moto. So, uh, do you want me to kind of talk about what makes uh, a boot or a shoe CE certified? Yes, I also want you to kind of give a quick rundown on what the everyday can consumer can look for i mean of course there's a ce uh sticker mm-hmm. inside right it has the ce rating on it and is it like armor where it'll have like a one or mm-hmm. two to signify mm-hmm. that and other than the label what can they physically feel for to know that it that it is i mean not only ce certified but way better than what they've been wearing in terms of their running shoes or hiking for okay so um a few things you can have a ce approved or a ce certified product mm-hmm. um the, the certified products in my opinion um is the best standard because that is when you're actually uh, sending out your garments uh you know, whether it's footwear or it's a jacket or glove or mm-hmm. uh, you're sending it out to a third party uh, that is independently testing it. Um, mm. So, again, just in my opinion, for what it's worth, I think if you're certified, uh, it, it, that's, it's just a higher standard. But just having right. just having the CE, the actual legit CE sticker or label um, means mm-hmm. that you know, again, you're, you are following the standard, um, and it's a good standard to have. So there are a few, you're just not having it tested independently. And, and, and again, you were asking about the numbers, um, and what we're, we'll get into it, but basically the, 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 the numbers, you know, they refer to, to three different, three different things, um, impact abrasion resistance, impact cut resistance and and then the transverse uh rigidity right um that's my new buzzword by the way <laughs> so <laughs> i've used it like five times this week. so it well, it's, an, it's an important one because it's something that it is it's, it's something that a lot of uh, consumers uh especially riders right. don't think about when they're looking at a new boot or a shoe um 
Okay, hang on a second. Let's describe the transverse rigidity. What, how you can test for that? Well, base in your hand. Basically, take <laughs> take the the sole in your right and your left hand, and grab it yeah. a little bit back uh, towards the center of the boot or the shoe, and then grab the heel section and try to twist it into a pretzel. <laughs> Uh, and I say that's a good description, you know, and, and so again, what we're trying to do is we're, we're measuring the amount of impact on the sidewall of that sole. So, mm -hmm. uh, to sort of not to dumb it down, but to, to use some different words, we're, 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 we're trying to, uh, test the, the crush resistance of the side of mm -hmm. the sidewall of, of the sole itself. So, mm -hmm. um, I, I just can tell you about ours. I can't comment about others, uh, but, right. but TCX soles right. are crush rated up to 450 pounds. Yes. And I love that. And I look, I'm going to be really honest with you, Tex, because personally I don't ride in sneakers. It's just not something that I want to mm -hmm. wear. However, however, um, I know that people want them. Okay. And I mean, we all know that people want things that, we know necessarily is an industry that they're not as protective as maybe other things. But what I do appreciate is kind of all those things that you talk about. And that's why I usually try to recommend footwear that's either CE approved or certified because then they can at least look for these things. And, um, but that's also why TCX is one of my favorites because you guys seem to put that above other things but still have a wonderful way of balancing style and the protection factor up against your competition um, well thank you so pretzel that's the key word friends <laughs> see if your shoes turn into a pretzel if you can't then you'll probably have a nice strong shoe the, the, the so. other things that uh <laughs> your listeners can do is is just take their fingers mm -hmm. and try to depress the toe down uh in the toe box Ooh. Um, we and 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 a and a few other manufacturers. I can't say all, so that's why it's good mm -hmm. if you see something that you like and you tried it on and it fits pretty good, mm -hmm. and you're trying to learn a little bit more about it yourself. Maybe you know you're 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 helping yourself because there isn't you know whatever whatever shop you're in, there isn't someone that's working with you or that is maybe mm -hmm. very knowledgeable. Um, see if you can actually mm -hmm. crush the toe down with your fingers. See if there is a reinforcement in, in, in the toe counter. Um, do the same thing with the heel. Just kind of grab the heel and kind of, you know, see if there's a reinforcement down, you know, in, in, in the rear heel of the, the what we call the, the upper. It's normally leather or some sort of, whether it's a natural, you know, uh, a top grain uh animal hide leather or synthetic man or man-made a synthetic mm -hmm. which uh mm -hmm. commonly we call microfiber see if you can see mm -hmm. if you can just squeeze that and see if that's reinforced but also really important is uh the ankle protection um both right and left see if there's inserts yes. for the good old malaleus um you know you have a lot of nerve endings in your ankles and it's, it's good to uh it's good to protect them um you know footwear mm -hmm isn't always deemed sexy in the motorcycle retail space. You know, most consumers yeah. feel that, okay, I need a helmet. Whether you live in a, you know, a, a state that requires them or not, 
majority of, of motorcycles out there say, yep, I need a helmet. And probably second, maybe you'll agree uh, or, or disagree with me. I, you know, appreciate because you, you see a lot of people coming in into the store every, every day. But kind of what I see is helmet is number one, gloves are number two, jacket maybe. Mm. Pants, mm-hmm. uh, well, you know, I can, oh, I can, I can kind of get last. away with these jeans, yeah. And and yep. then foot footwear yep. is kind of and sometimes just tied with pants, you know. Yeah. So, yep. so yep. Uh, you know, there's Agreed. there's 27 bones in each human foot, and if you add those together, mm-hmm. that makes up the quarter of the bones in the human body. So um, there's a lot of things down there to protect. So again. You know, not just because I'm in the footwear business. Uh, I, I just think it's important to wow. protect your feet. You've probably crashed. Well, have you ever crashed on your bike? Uh, I've been pretty fortunate. I've I've had a couple get offs at mm. the track, um, and mm. the only thing that I ever did actually break, believe it or not, was a toe. Um, Mm-hmm. And I did ruin a brand new, uh, uh, brand stinking new $800 Arai helmet that I just wore for the first time at the track <laughs> by missing the grass by a couple inches. Of course, my head hit the apron of the track and, you know, the tech inspectors doing their job, they could not recertify my helmet. So, you know, yep. I learned a lesson to uh, next time that I'm going to have a high side really launch myself. So hopefully I land in the grass and not on my head and, and not trying to, uh, to, to break my toe, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, foot injuries are, are quite painful and, and they can lead to other problems, back problems. I mean, it's, it's only supporting all your weight when you walk around. So, um, again, I, so, I know it's not sexy, but I think it's important. I agree with that totally. Um, but I would argue that a lot of brands out there, T6 included and other brands that you're competing with, did you, you guys do, I think, a really nice job to balance the style and the functionality. And the Street Ace is a prime example of that because they are really cool sneakers. And if I had to guess, it's probably our number one selling sneaker. I just haven't really looked, but we go through a lot of them. Um, something that always comes up in topic of conversation with footwear is, well, there's a couple things, leather and synthetics. Those usually are come up like one's better is one worse. What I have noticed is a trend in less use of animal product and a higher use of synthetic. And can you tell us kind of maybe the uh, positive or neg and or negatives of using either or it's, in footwear? It's, it's less expensive. <laughs> um it's 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 Is it's not it? cheaper as in it's not inferior to animal hide it's just right. it's less expensive um would you say that it's a stronger material in some cases and can last yes because <laughs> i found that my synthetics wear way better yes. than the animals um, would you say they're also stronger they can be uh, you know, it's just, it just it re- really comes down to you know what are we what are we measuring against? Are we measuring against abrasion abrasion mm-hmm. resistance? Or are we measuring against impact sure. resistance? They 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 sure everything they they, they can be. Uh, just it depends mm-hmm. on w- what the compound is and 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 how mm-hmm. it's used. You know, and how mm-hmm. it's applied to. Uh, the area of uh, uh, the garment that you that you're using it on, but um, no, this it's kind of. It's, I want to say that the past 
eight, nine years have been a really great mm-hmm. time to be a motorcyclist with the amount mm-hmm. of amount of different Agreed. you know materials that are being introduced to yep. to uh yep. a different different clothings different you know whether it's footwear or it's, or it's apparel um mm-hmm. no matter what the sport is um you know right. science is science is really cool and it's leading uh designers to uh new materials that that you know years and years ago they wouldn't even have, have considered um i mean you know you look at where undergarments have have gone in the past 10 years um Huh. And, you know, I'm, I'm blown away um, by going into shops and and just looking at, you know, right now, all I've been doing for two and a half years is drawing inspiration off of uh, various manufacturers of footwear, whether in moto or not. Hmm. I mean, I, I must have hmm. spent. Uh, two hours uh, last Saturday before I went to the flat rock races in Oklahoma city, just going into a couple Western, you know, outfitters and, and mm. looking at boots, just looking at mm. different, you know, uh, uh, stitching techniques. And, and it just, mm. for me, it was, it was fascinating. And no, I'm not saying that TCX is going to come out with a line of CE certified cowboy boots but you know you never you, you, <laughs> you just won you, a huge chunk of you, you, ne- you, you never know you never know there might be a, there might know. be a rhyme hey. to my reason <laughs> well tcx has an awesome wingtip from what i remember you guys have sure. like a cool casual city sure. slicker booty thing i w- i don't think we've carried it but i've seen it online and people have tried it and they mm-hmm. love it well you know um, uh we have a, a we have a lot of uh uh of great great uh enthusiastic tcx uh fans over in europe and and milan and and rome and paris and um other these very cosmopolitan cities that uh you know rather scooter or motorcycle to work and work in an office where it's just not possible for them to bring spare bit of footwear. And so, you know, they choose yeah. those models so they can be on and off the bike, whether in a professional capacity or, you know, even on a date. I mean, I have one of those models yep. that yep. I've never thrown a leg over. And it's not that I'm embarrassed to throw you wear it and throw a leg over, but it's kind of my date night shoe. It gets more action on a Friday night than it ever does, you know, over one of my Hondas. So, um, Anyway, you know, to each their own. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Um, so, oh, tech. So something that just popped in my brain that I, I would love you to talk, talk about is the application of Gore-Tex with uh, the synthetics that you guys use. Because you have a few very popular microfiber Gore-Tex boots. And something that always comes up in conversation <laughs> is, you know, the breathability mm-hmm and the summerness i guess summer wearability Mm -hmm. of them Mm -hmm. um and please correct me if my i'm wrong but i usually (laughs) express to customers or to people that the synthetics are great because they are ideal in summer wet weather conditions especially with gore um can you tell us a little bit about the options that you have yeah you know well gore-tex is magic and um I mean, it just, it just yeah. really is magic. Uh, and if okay. anyone is listening ever gets an opportunity to do some Gore-Tex testing or be at an open house where they have some Gore-Tex glove test kits, please, please, please 
it, it'll it, it's black magic, but it's good black magic. It'll blow your mind. It it'll is. blow your mind, yes. and you'll never want to buy anything that isn't Gore-Tex. Um, but there's mm-hmm. other good membranes out there. I mean, uh, and True. whether it's a proprietary membrane or it's a known brand like say uh, Hypora, um, just for me and many others, Gore-Tex is the gold. The gold standard, if you if mm-hmm. you will. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm guessing what you're talking about is sort of a, a hybrid of materials. Um, we and and there yes. there there are uh, I know uh, one two other manufacturers that I can think of off the top of my head that do similar things. Um, mm-hmm. So we have some products where we marry. Um, it'll be a Gore-Tex product. Um, and we're now using their newest membrane in any of our Gore-Tex products, which is their new extended comfort, um, which is thinner uh, than the old Gore-Tex performance. Um, so it's half the weight. It's, it's much mm. thinner, but it's uh, it's more breathable and it's more waterproof. Um, so it's, you know, I nice. they don't call it this, but I would call it like, you know, Gore-Tex version 4.0. You know, it's the latest mm. and greatest. Uh, but other than having the membrane, the Gore-Tex membrane uh, sewn into uh, the boot or the shoe, um, we'll use things like a. Uh, sometimes it will be a uh, um, genuine. Uh, we have one product that uses a suede leather upper, uh, which is a genuine animal animal hide leather upper, and then we have uh, two products that use a synthetic um, leather upper. But both of them are married to uh, like a Kodora uh, textile, but utilizing a Kodora mesh. So the benefits of, again, that hybrid of materials, you know, you have your upper that's constructed either with real leather or synthetic leather, as well as a Kodora mesh. So you get an indirect airflow to cool the boot or the shoe itself, but then you still get the windproof, waterproof, and highly breathable mm-hmm. Gore-Tex membrane to the vapor transfer. So, you know, it gets hot in a lot of different areas of the United States. Um, and mm-hmm. this is, can be, depending on where you are, the most perfect three season boot. But if you're down in areas like the state of Florida or throughout the, you know, the, the South, whether you're talking about the Southeast or the Southwest or somewhere in between, um, or California, um, this can be a, probably the greatest four season product out there again, because, you know, it's a marriage of really interesting textiles and technologies, um, to where, again, you stay dry, you know, and you stay breathable, but yet you get indirect airflow to kind of cool the boot shoe. I mean, it's, and the price points, you know, again, what we're offering and what, again, the competitors that are offering similar products, I think they're really obtainable. I mean, you're talking less. They're sub 300. Sub 300. Yeah. And, and the shoes are, the, the shoes are sub 250. Yes. So, and yeah. again, the, the, my, our brand and these other two brands I'm thinking about, they're all CE, they're all CE certified. And so again, mm-hmm. it's, and they're, and they're handsome. Uh, not, you know, mm-hmm. this is not just an advertisement well, for TCX in the motorcycle world. I'd say. Uh, you know, <laughs> they, they, they don't scream, they don't scream to me, Ricky racer. You know what I mean? You know, 
no, no. With the no. with a pair of pants tucked over the boots, you know. Again, it, no. it looks like yes. you have a boot, but they're reasonable. Yeah, you, you you just don't look like right. you landed, you know, from uh, from uh, uh, um, the MotoGP paddock. Let's put it that way. So yes, but there's always like that compromise, and I find it's always a challenging discussion to have with customers who are really drawn to something like, oh, but that street ace is just so cool, but it doesn't offer the robust protection. And coverage of something like, you know, the synthetics, like that AirTech Evo or something like that, like a higher boot, because let's be honest, there's far more focus there on your coverage and performance than there is on style, like a street sneaker. And uh, there's always, I find, a, a give and take. You got to give up something to get sure. something. Well, yeah, I mean, and it's hard to balance. Yeah, I, just, you know? just in the, you know, you nailed it, just in the coverage alone. I mean, you know, I'm not panning on uh, uh, the this our sneakers, the three days, but you know, you you have much more calf protection. You know, you have much more mm -hmm. shin protection, uh, and a and a product like a say an AirTech or one of our touring products like the X5, or you know, again, then especially mm -hmm. when you get into uh, non non classic touring, but more adventure tourings that have you know the PU shin shin protection that are that are sort of built in. Mm -hmm. So again, but you know you need to like you need to have a seat for every butt. You need to have a shoe or a boot for every foot. So you know again, mm -hmm. that's something that makes us strong. Is uh, you know we're hitting six different motorcycling demographics and having multiple multiple models for for each one of those demographics. So. Um, agreed. Agreed. What can you tell us about kind of sole construction and traction? Because as far as like footwear, motorcycle footwear goes, especially for people like myself who are very, very vertically challenged, I rely heavily on my boots and the traction they offer to give me as much grip as I can get in a tiny contact patch because... I'm often backing my bike up on the balls of my feet and the other Italian boots that I wear, they offer tremendous traction in just that tiny little contact patch. And uh, people often look at the boots, like they'll look at a drifter and look at it and go, oh, well, this is way better than say, um, oh goodness, what's your $299 RT race? They look at that and they go, well, this has got nothing. And uh, I usually you know, remind them that, well, it, the, the, the tread doesn't necessarily dictate the traction. True. But one um, thing I will comment right? is, you know, again, you, you, you brought up two examples, the RT race, which is I call in the hyper demographic or the track inspired uh, product, mm -hmm. you know, not that it can't be worn on right. the street, by the way, but you know, it's really right. designed for, you know, okay, this is third and final call, you know, or um, let's leave the cafe and throw our legs over the bike, and then we're going to go rip the canyons for a couple hours on, on the West Coast. And you're really not putting your feet down until you're putting your side stand down and taking your helmet off True. and you're calling it a day. Where on, say, an adventure product like the Drifter, you know, you are mm -hmm. sometimes pushing your bike in and around and over obstacles, you know, and you need, yeah. you need an earlier you know, like on that, on that product, that has a really aggressive lug pattern. Um, but to come back to what I feel that you wanted me to comment on is 
we're all using, you know, and it's very proprietary. It's, you know, it's, a, it's our secret sauce, you know, various sure. different rubber compounds and mm-hmm. uh, der- various densities of rubber compounds, because um, sometimes in some areas you, you, you don't want a lot of wear like around the foot peg area. So on a number of mm-hmm. our products, we'll do a dual compound sole. We'll all have two different hmm. densities of rubber where it's a little grippier and stickier, you know, uh, at the heel and at the toe. Um, hmm. One strength, one something that has really helped us is our exclusive partnership with Michelin. And now... I was just going to bring that up. Now, we don't use Michelin rubber compounds on... And all of our souls. Okay. Just yeah. if, if that yeah. is a misconception, let me, let me clear that up right away. No, no. Um, but no. when we do, of course, you know, we're proud of it and we're encouraged to use, you know, the Michelin logo. So, you know, that that's one easy telltale for anyone that's looking for a TCX, you know, sort of powered by Michelin uh, in, in, in the rubber mm-hmm. compounds. But one thing that we learned from Michelin is about water siping, you know, um, hmm. because that's really important for the tires that they do for, for motorcycles as well as cars and, yeah. and light and heavy trucks. And, um, so again, that was a strength for us. Um, you know, I mean, hell we had an adventure boot, the infinity Evo, uh, Gore-Tex that not only used the Anarchy three compound, it used the same, hmm. same tread pattern as the Anarchy three. So if you, ever really wanted to make a BMW GS rider lose his or her mind, you would, uh, you would tell them that and then flip the boot over and show them the tread pattern. And, um, they didn't always purchase it, but a a lot did because, you know, BMW, especially (laughs) GS riders are kind of special and, you know, they like to, they they like to court, they like to coordinate, you know, with their, the rubber on their feet, the same as the rubber on their, on their, on their bike. So, (laughs) Well, I was referring to those cool. So you're referring to the, the Exhilium Michelins, right? And the Comp Evos. Are those the only two where you partner with Michelin? No, no, no. Um, geez, uh, what else uh, has Michelin on it right now? You're you're stumping huh. me. Um, That's so cool. I didn't know uh, that. I just thought it was only those two because no, their name was in. The well, booth. last year, last year we had the X Cube. Uh, that came oh, in a really? waterproof and, a, and an air version that used yeah, yeah. that used a Michelin. I'd really have to think about it. Um, currently, that's cool. That's okay. Currently, right now, the the, <laughs> the the products, the only products that I know and I'm confident that are using Michelin rubber again are two motocross products, which, as you said, you know, named mm-hmm. the the Compivo Michelin and the X Helium. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the uh, RT Race Pro Air has uh, a oh. really specialized Michelin rubber sole, so that we're we're pretty proud I see of. See that? That's really yeah. cool. Um, oh, that's really fun. But there, there, there will be others that you know will again in, <laughs> introduce Michelin to a new product or add it to an existing product. We always have some interesting things in the bag. Uh, I'm I'm sworn to secrecy, but we'll be unveiling a, a new technology that we've been working on with a, a, a big company and uh, we'll be exclusive with this new technology for a year in, in, in motorsports. And that will be, uh, uh, we'll be able to talk about that in, in September. So um, hopefully maybe you awesome. can 
invite me back and I can, I can tell you a little bit about it. I I just might depends if people start actually start listening. We'll see. I hope so. Um, so before I let you go, I do of course want to nag you about the ladies sure. line. I do want to say I do want to commend TCX for increasing the options mm-hmm. because I remember way back there were like three, mm-hmm. there were maybe four options, and now there's I'm counting four, eight, twelve, thirteen, including one closeout. So. 12 in your active duty lineup, at least in the U.S. Mm-hmm. side. I'm just referring to what's in available in the United mm-hmm. States. Um, so friends, lady friends, if you're looking at a nice variety of women's footwear, I would certainly say take a look at what TCX has because there's a lot of, for, for those of you who want casual styling, I would say they have probably the most, I think the best options in that category um, what I find lacking is on the technical side, mm-hmm. but you know, preference is preference. And I've always been a technical mm-hmm. girl. And so it's hard to please me, but I was very, very happy to see the SP masters come mm-hmm. out. Um, so for, uh, for my fellow sporty ladies, TCX launched a new ladies sport boot. And that was this year, right? That was just in the Correct. spring. Correct. Right. And it's the SP Master, and I would call it an entry-level track yes, boot. Yes, I would agree. Um, more streetability. Yes. But but the other thing, women, you got to know is that so many of the men's boots do run down to uh, 38, 39 euro. There's a few that actually drop all the way down to 36, 37 euro, which is about 6, 7-ish U.S., so they do offer a lot of smaller sizes. Um, matter of factly, if you wanted a step up from the SP Master, I do love those RT races text. Did you know that those fit very slender and are a really great boot on a lot of women's feet? Um, Maybe an unintentional side effect. Uh, you know, we we use different lasts. Um, the last is sure. the form. Uh, you know, uh, the mm-hmm. 11, 12 ladies specific products are built on a, a specific female last. However, the men's slash unisex last can have various widths. Um, on average, we're a D width, but there are certain models. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we found that um, it's not that track riders, whether they're racers or just track day enthusiasts, um, all have narrow feet. Um, we found that they like mm-hmm. a tighter fitment. And so mm-hmm. again, you, you can go with a more narrow last and still not alienate the majority of your consumers out there. So yes, um, we are, we are going down um, basically to a US five and, and most of our products. And then some of them uh, down to a, uh, a US three and a half. Um, I men, are you talking men's? I'm I'm talking I'm talking about an immense men's. Yeah, that's so because right. ladies, I find yours go all the way down to about a five and a half. I've seen a couple that are really small. Correct. Like Euro thirty five. Yeah, really small. But D width. Everyone, did you hear that? TCX's average width is D, and I would have to agree with that because I usually grab. Uh, TCX's is one of my brands for width, especially for my male customers who are like 14 double E and they need the widest fit they can get without having to upsize too much. 
and everyone thinks Italian shoes are really small, but they all, they seemed, I think, you and your competitors seem to run really generous. And I think that's a good thing because the majority of people do need more room, I find. Yeah. Um, footbed, calf, that sort of thing. So, but um, I do hope to see other options in the future. I'm excited to see what else you come out with. But I, I do know that uh, women are very excited about the new casual options you guys launched, like the X blend, sorry, the blend. Mm -hmm. And the biker, mm -hmm. people seem to really enjoy those. Of course, the sneakers, the street aces are always amazing. And um, I was actually excited to see the Explorer Evos. So ladies, the Explorer Evo Gore-Tex is that mesh hybrid we were talking about earlier with Gore-Tex and textile and Cadora and just a really great touring boot. No one else has that for women in their lineup. Although I think the hybrids are rare those are just hard to come by in general, right? I haven't seen, uh, just come to think of it, I can only think of yours as far as the full synthetic, meshy hybrid Gore-Tex. Because you guys have a couple. Well, we all I can all I can tell you is we have a brand new ladies touring product <laughs> launching next year that is Gore-Tex. And mm. we have a few new colorways of uh some existing mm. products um one yes, one please. um that i'm proud to say has no pink in it <laughs> thank you tex we love you but i'm gonna say the pink has been popular and it's great to have options. i know i know i know it listen pink pink thank does you. sell but it doesn't sell to every female motorcyclist out there. So yes, I just want to, I want to communicate that I'm trying to encourage my colleagues over there to You're not the always best. think it and shrink it at sometimes yes. black and grays are okay with the ladies, you know, <laughs> you know, what's hot with the ladies right now, Tex black and white, black and white. Black and white, okay. yeah, okay. like some white hashes. Uh, well, you will get some feedback from the sport back rally. Sorry, the sport bike rally. Uh, everyone, I don't know if you knew, but TCX is sponsoring the women's sport bike rally this year with product donations for our raffle because we have two events and two raffles and they're going to generously donate a pair to each raffle. So if you attend and you're a woman who rides sporty bikes, come because you'll maybe win a pair and then we are also reviewing them for tcx on our social feeds so please follow our facebook pages and please check them out um i have been recommending them to a few different women who need just who are looking for something different but it's nice to have it in color in addition to the pink um i know it's hard because there's half of us who hate it and the other half who love it and I think as long as there's a black one, I'm happy. I don't care what other colors exist as long as I get a black one or a black and white one. But I've just noticed a trend in like black, white, black, white, red. People seem to be really excited about these colors. Um, but yeah, I'm again, I'm very happy. I'm excited to see all these different options. Thank you, Tex, for giving us as much uh, time and attention. I'm going to let you go back to hanging out with your cats <laughs> and getting caught up in case you miss. I'm sure you've missed them terribly. Uh, 
And thank you for spending some time with me on our first episode. I'm going to greatly apologize for the technical difficulties we had in the first 10 minutes. But I think when you listen to the rest of it, you're going to be really happy you tuned in. Um, if you want to look at the full TCX lineup, it's tcxusa.com. Uh, it's, 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 actually, them, it's, right? it's actually ridetcxboots.com. Ride Sorry. TCX. So, yeah. Oh, my no, God. no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, RideTCXBoots.com <laughs> will take you to the U.S. customer-facing website. Um, oh, we are it. dealer direct, so there is a uh, uh, an area that if you're looking for a local TCX retailer, um, you can click on it, and uh, it'll bring up a map. Nice. And again, if you have questions where you can't find someone in your area, um, there is an 800 number and we will do our best to uh, nice. get you with either one of our online partners or see what we can do about maybe encouraging your local dealer to pick up the TCX line and, and not, not lose it, not lose that business and not lose that potential sale. So let us know. Yeah, that's awesome. we're, uh, we're, we're happy to be here. We're happy that you invited us. Thank you so much, Joanne. And, uh, um, onwards and upwards. Thank you, Tex. Thank you. And if you have any questions, I'm going to, of course, post this on uh, my website. There should be a, there will be a box for you to add comments or questions, or you can email me. And if you have any boot questions, I'll get with Tex and get an answer and get back to you. Sure. If you can't find it online, my my my, my email's real simple. It's tex at tcxusa.com and. Uh, Oh my God, he's throwing his email well, out to the public. Sure. So you know that's that's <laughs> you know again, I, I, I'm not impressed with my title. You know, you got a question, I got an answer, <laughs> hopefully. And if I don't, I'm gonna look up the answer and I'll get get back to you. So yeah, it's it's no it's no well, secrets. Text at tcxusa.com. Awesome. Then send your rants, send your raves, send your requests. I'm sure text will field all of them. And ladies, I would say that's also a great way to make your voice heard. So if there's something you want to see, something you don't see, just anything you think someone like text should hear or read, I would say send an email. And that would be the case, I think, for any brands that you find that you love and you have feedback and want something uh, my hope is is that they have people like Tex who will also read and listen and consider at least your feedback. But if we don't complain, if we don't yell, if we don't compliment, then we'll never really get what we want. So, yeah, use his email. Just try not to spam him. <laughs> but uh, send, send a message. And then thank you for listening. I don't know what my next episode is going to be. But Tex, of course, will come back and regroup in the fall. Sounds because any new products you're launching for the lady side, I definitely want to be like in on it. Sounds, sounds great. And let everybody know. Thank you. Have Tex. a great. Have a, have a great week. night. See ya. And I'll talk to you. I hope to see you soon. See ya. Bye bye, Joanne. Good night. Bye. Good night.